How's it going, Nashville? This is the Nashville Fitness Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Chris Beavers, where we will unpack all things health and wellness. We will clear up common myths, highlight amazing fitness opportunities, and bring you guys the best information about health here in the great city of Nashville. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Today, I want to do a deep dive on low back pain, uh, specifically a bulge disc, and uh, or a herniated disc for that matter. And, and the reason I want to go into that deep dive is because unfortunately, uh, I bulged a disc in my back about a week and a half ago, which stinks. Uh, but the good news of all of this is, is I know exactly how to rehab these things because I've seen hundreds of them. And uh, in about, over the course of, uh, what is it, about a week and a half, now I am back to deadlifting uh, kettlebells so I'm obviously not uh, back to fully where I want to be uh, but man I was pretty wrecked when this first happened couldn't hardly get out of bed because it was so bad and uh, in a week and a half I'm back to deadlifting and I did not take any steroids I didn't have an injection I uh, didn't do any of those things and I certainly didn't take bed rest uh, which is advice that I give my patients all the time and uh, so I want to do a deep dive on kind of how I managed uh, my, my bulge disc and how I'm going to continue to manage it uh, so that I can be ready to roll and, and really prevent this from coming back in the future. So uh, I have bulged a disc before. I did it about a year ago. And the symptoms were pretty mild then, uh, not nearly as significant as they are this time. I'd say I got pretty close to herniating that thing. And uh, so, yeah, so here's what happened. I went to the gym. Uh, we're doing a lot of open prep right now because the CrossFit Open is coming. And I... Uh, pretty mild workout actually. I didn't have any weights. Uh, my low back had been a little sore, but definitely didn't feel, in my opinion, like it was something I needed a baby or something I needed to watch. And so I uh, was kind of dumb, ignored some warning signs probably, and uh, went to the gym. And we had five rounds for time. Uh, it was a rest uh, work ratio. So rest two to one, right? So if I finished it in two minutes, we were going to rest for five. Uh, and it was a sprint workout, right? Just to help build up some of that quick burst uh, speed. And so we had a workout. It was 250 meter sprint on the air runner and then immediately into 21 calories on a ski erg, right? So a pretty mild workout, not what you would typically think that you would injure your back on. And so uh, definitely wasn't worried about it. Got warmed up, performed my normal workout. We had some accessory work afterwards as well. Uh, it was pretty mild. Went home uh, that evening, felt great. Had absolutely no issue. Uh, did some mobility work, kind of loosened up, recovered a little bit when I got home and was ready to go again for the gym on uh, the next morning. Problem though, and this is pretty typical for a bulge disc, um, if you don't have those immediate onset symptoms from squatting or pulling a barbell from the ground, uh, you're gonna get those symptoms when you wake up, right? And so I woke up the next morning, couldn't hardly get out of bed. I was getting pretty significant nerve pain uh, into my hamstring as well as my, my left glute. Um, and, and it was pretty miserable. And I was like, oh shoot, I gotta go treat patients today. Like I don't have time for these kind of things. Uh, but I was like an old man trying to get out of bed where literally all, all of yesterday I was doing whatever I absolutely wanted to do. So, you know, my initial reaction was I'm, I'm pretty pissed, right? Because the CrossFit Open's coming. I'm probably in the best shape that I've been in um, in, in quite some time. And so I was getting super stoked, looking forward to it. And uh, so immediately I got pretty frustrated, uh, like many like many of you guys do, right? You get frustrated when injuries happen. And uh, so what did I do? Instead of me getting immediately ready for work, 
I immediately started rehabbing my low back injury, right? Uh, just because I know how important that is. And so worked through uh, several different things. One of the big progressions that I work through early on with low back pain patients, uh, especially disc patients, are the McGill Big Three, right? So if you're not familiar with those, you can probably Google them and find them, but uh, they are a side plank, a bird dog, and then kind of a McGill curl up, which is uh, almost like doing like a hollow body hold uh, with one one leg on the ground, one leg slightly bent up, so it's a little bit less aggressive. I actually couldn't tolerate this early on because it was hurting so bad, so I actually scrapped that exercise altogether. And so for me, I worked through a lot of, of these progressions early on just to get me functional uh, that morning and, and just to able to move a little bit. And so. I was pretty pretty miserable over the first couple days. Worked through a lot of McGill Big Three, a lot of, of kind of lying down on my stomach, and um, I could have done several different things here. You know, I could have had the mindset of just, well, screw it, I'm just going to be miserable and I'm just going to roll with it, um, and and or you can embrace the mindset of, well, you know, look, I've got an injury right now. I need to attack this thing like I would any other workout or any other training day. So I, I started attacking it right. And that mindset shift is huge for someone who's injured, right? Because an injury can be pretty demoralizing. You, you say, uh, well, crap, you know, I can't train, I can't do what I want. And, um, and instead, right, you could say, hey, I'm going to use this to the best of my advantage. I'm going to become a better athlete during this time. I'm going to work on weaknesses and work on things that I struggle with so that when I come back, this doesn't come back in the future, right? And that's the, the two biggest mindset differences, that kind of, whoa, pitiful is me mindset, or, hey, I'm really going to do something about this. I'm going to prevent this from coming back, and I'm going to come back a better athlete. And that's the, the mentality that um, you have to, to, to go at with some of these injuries. Because if you have this whoa, uh, pitiful me mentality, then you're going to, you know, you're not going to get over this injury. Or if you do, uh, it's going to be a lot slower, and the likelihood of it coming back is, is a heck of a lot better as well. And so, so th then that begs the question of like, well, what have I been doing for fitness, right? And my workouts have been crazy modified. Like, I, I mean, my symptoms were so bad, I couldn't even sit in my car, right? So I had to lean my seat super far back. I had to slide a towel into my uh, low back just to help keep it nice and neutral. Uh, man, I was pretty darn miserable when this thing first happened. And so what what the heck was I going to be able to do for some workouts? So me and the salt bike uh, suddenly became quite good friends, right? Uh, I spent time doing a ton ton of neutral core works, side planks like I talked about, some pal-off press if you're familiar with that at all. Uh, it took a couple days but it's finally got into some light kind of partial range air squats uh, and then also really hit the um, hit the assault bike pretty pretty hard as well. That was about the only means in which to get my heart rate up over the first couple days here. And uh, again, you know, there was a couple days I just didn't push the intensity quite as hard because I knew my body uh, didn't need that kind of stimulus. And that's okay, right? Like, again, I, I feel frustrated initially uh, because the open season's coming, but this is the hand I'm dealt and, and I'm not gonna play the woe is pitiful me card. I'm just gonna work on what I can work on. And so, yeah, we spent some time doing some pull-ups, spent some time doing some some uh, you know strict overhead press because that was more tolerable uh, tolerable than, than standing and it was a super light high rep uh, workout but again anything to get my heart rate up was going to be key to allowing my back to feel better and what I continued to find hey I was kind of stiff and and, and kind of sore going into that workout but uh, you know keeping things light keeping the intensity to you know moderate and not this high 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 intensity where I was just you know redlining myself. I was able to tolerate 
um, that workout, when I get done, I feel so much better, right? It's good for my mood. It was good for uh, you know healing. It was you know that nerve tension in the back of my hip uh, decreased, and man, it was it was awesome. I just continued to feel better, and so then uh, you know continued to to push light intensity workouts and continued to to every single day work on some rehab stuff. Did a lot of uh, kettlebell carries. Uh, even began uh, late last week. It was about a week a week to the day. Uh, of the injury, uh, six days to the to the injury, started doing some light partial weight deadlifts. Right, so started with a kettlebell, something super duper light, going to my my tolerance, what my back was going to tolerate me and uh, afford my ability to do. Uh, because again, I know that I need to make this feel better, not worse. Like I could hardly sit in a chair for goodness sake. Deadlifts were the least of my concern at this current at that current moment. And so. Um, yeah, so just began slowly but surely getting it. And again, I'm still not 100%, right? I'm, I'm only you know, a week and a half into this thing. But man, I am so much better than I was when this, this crap first happened. Um, now, I, I can't fully bend forward yet, but I can hinge all the way, right? So that, that makes my life quite a bit better, where I couldn't even hinge early on. Uh, I can actually sleep comfortably now, which is also a super big thing in allowing my body to heal. Uh, I've been really doubling down on sleep, making sure I'm getting a little bit extra. That's obviously helping some of my recovery um, a little bit because I'm not able to push high-intensity workouts as much as I was. So my recovery's been uh, been huge and critical to to maximizing that. Really making sure I'm, I'm eating lots of veggies during this this time frame, drinking tons of water, really to get rid of some of this inflammation. And so, initially, I did think about getting a, a steroid. I called up my uh, my my spine surgeon buddy who we had on the podcast. Uh, uh, recently, and I uh, was talking to him about it a little bit. He actually did prescribe me a steroid, but uh, I didn't pick it up because I actually had my, uh, my COVID vaccine last week, and I knew that that was going to uh, mess up or, or potentially uh, blunt my immune response. So I even thought about getting a steroid just because I'm trying to get ready for the open, but I uh, wasn't able to take it. Um, and so that kind of goes to show you how miserable I was as it relates to my back, but I wasn't able to take it, and I'm still in great shape right now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm able to uh, I'm able to squat, able to hinge, able to do some single leg lunge work, single leg hip thrust work, a bunch of the stuff that we, we teach our patients, just gradual re-exposure to activity, right? Uh, and this goes to show the, the difference. Like, there's two camps of people when they have an injury. They will either, um, they'll either play the wait-and-see approach or the, hey, I'm gonna go see somebody approach, right? So for me, obviously, we're gonna play this as though I went and seen somebody because I, I know exactly how to rehab these injuries. So instead of me waiting around, what a lot of you guys will do, you'll injure your back, you'll lay around in bed for a couple days, be kind of miserable, not sure what to do. It'll take you two or three, four days to get into the dock. Hey, and then he may send you for an x-ray or MRI. And then you're looking at another week to two weeks. And so suddenly you've lost two to three weeks of just waiting on imaging and you haven't done anything about your your injury. And that's if you went pretty quick. Majority of you guys will wait two or three weeks before you even go see anybody. Right? You say, well, it's feeling a little bit better. So, I, you know, I, I, I just don't think I'm going to go see anybody. I think I'll be fine. And so then what you're going to do is you're either going to, uh, you're either going to you know, re-injure your low back or... Uh, you're just going to continue to be miserable, right? Uh, and not able to do the things that you want and your fitness starts to drop and the gains that you've had up to this point start to drop. And so suddenly you're just on this constant gamut of, of hey, what do I do? I'm not sure what to do. 
Um, and, and you waste your time, right? I, I, it frustrates me to no end when, when people get injured, they completely ignore it, they completely avoid going to see anybody, and, and then, well, maybe I'll look some, some exercises up on the internet or whatever that might be, uh, and they'll try to play this game on their own, and, and, and you're going to end up more frustrated in the long term, right? And so instead, what I did and what some smart patients will do is they'll, they'll seek help out immediately, right? They're like, hey, uh, I'm not an expert in this, I need to go see somebody. And so here I am, a week and a half out of a pretty significant bulge disc in my low back, pretty darn close to herniating that thing, I guarantee if you took an MRI, it's probably what you'd find. And instead, in a week and a half, I am functioning day to day almost 100%. And I'm probably still only about 50% in the gym as far as capacity. Definitely can't pull anything from the ground fully yet, but I am in much better shape, right? I'm not miserable anymore. I can function in my day-to-day -day pretty darn well, and uh, I am well on the road. I, I'd venture to say over the next two weeks, like I'm going to be really close um, uh, to, to getting ready for the Open. I still haven't decided whether or not I'm going to fully go after it. Uh, I may end up doing it scaled, or I may do it a few weeks later, whatever that might look like. But uh, again, right, that's the two difference in the camps, right? Somebody who's going to get better two-plus you know, maybe four weeks faster than somebody who who would just lay around on this thing. Like rest is the worst possible thing that you can do for an injury and is not going to get you better. I can't tell you how many patients I talk to on the phone or at workshops or at injury screens or whenever I'm out hanging out with them at the gym all the time. They're like, you know, my shoulder hurts a little bit when I sleep and when I wake up. I think it's just because of the way I sleep on it. And uh, it's like, no, man, it's because you have an injury in your arm and you haven't addressed the underlying cause of it, right? And so continuing to go to sleep at night with pain, waking up the next day, goes away a little bit and then comes back throughout the day and in the night, and you do that for six months, like that's insanity, man. Like I don't know why, um, I don't know why people continue to wait and put these things off. Because again, you can continue to modify your workouts for the next four to six months, or you can have somebody actually give you guidance on how to do these things and get you where you want to go long term, right? And I don't know why people um, think that they can look exercises up online and uh, just you know try to uh, come up with these things. It's like trying to formulate a legal document if you were going to buy your house, right? Like, would you like when you're going to buy your house and, and the lawyer's like, well, you know, we need to title up the deed and do all these other things. You're not like, well, you know, I think I'll uh, I think I'll Google how to do that and, and and I'll do it on my own, right? Just so I can save a couple hundred bucks, right? No, you definitely wouldn't do that because none of us understand anything about legal mumbo jumbo. That's why we pay these lawyers to, you know, handle the deeds of our house, and uh, we pay our realtors to help with these things as well um, because they're experts in that, right? And and that's what you know we do as physical therapists. It's what some chiropractors do as well. It's what some sports medicine physicians like. There's some really good resources out there if you guys just take the steps and actually seek out some some help here along the way right uh, but that's the biggest thing don't sit here and delay don't sit here and waste your time you can get better 10 times faster right uh, if you go to see somebody now again don't don't run out for every single little minor thing sometimes you're gonna have some of those uh, it's, it's obvious that even I get injured as well and the key uh, you know if you've been dealing with something for you know I usually say two to four weeks uh, you definitely need to go see somebody at that point. Now, if you got severe pain, like if you woke up with the, the type of nerve pain that I had, like that's something you go see somebody immediately for. Uh, but something mild, something that goes away with activity completely, 
and it's not lingering after a workout, then you're you're probably good to go. I'd give it two to three weeks, and if that continues to get better, boom, don't worry about it. But don't continue to do that. If you for four months now have <laughs> dealt with pain that gets a little bit better during your workout, lingers a little bit after your workout, man, that, that thing is definitely going to continue to get worse, and it's not going to get better on its own. Uh, that's kind of the definition of insanity, right, is just to continue to do the same stuff over and over and over again. So uh, <clears throat> those are the biggest keys, guys. I want you to do something about your pain, right? Go see somebody. That's the biggest takeaway, I think, from, from my lesson of me injuring my back, which stinks. But um, I'm going to continue to push the, the envelope over the next few weeks and continue to keep my fitness up as much as I can. Uh, and, and I'm just going to push into my symptoms, right? I'm continuing to feel better, a little bit of discomfort still with some of my movements in the gym, uh, but I'm just going to progressively get under, back under load um, and, and really address uh, the underlying cause of that. And one of the biggest underlying causes for me, hey, I've got some hip mobility limitation, uh, especially in the bottom of my squat, which likely predisposed uh, me to this uh, in the past. And that underlying hip mobility is definitely something that um, I, I've needed to address for a little while, and this was just kind of the wake-up call that, that caused me to do it. But again, I'm an expert at this stuff, right? I see this stuff all the time. I know exactly what's limited in me, and that's why it's important that you go see somebody, right? If you just continue to do random things that you find on the internet, it may not even be the right thing, and you could be wasting your time all along, and we know time is our most precious resource, right? So if you could get better, uh, four, five, six weeks faster, uh, I guarantee you would probably take that over continuing to deal with it. So that's my, my question to you. Why do you continue to wait and why do you continue to hold off on these things um, instead of seeing somebody about these things? So the other big takeaway, so seeing somebody versus waiting. The other big thing, hey, shift your mindset a little bit during an injury. It's not about, oh, woe is pitiful me, darn it, this injury stinks, I've done this three or four times now, I'm so frustrated, uh, I'm just going to give up on CrossFit or running or whatever it is. Shift your mindset a little bit and say, no, like I'm going to overcome this, I'm going to get back to doing the things that I want to do, I just need to be patient, I need to be diligent with my exercises and my rehab program, and I'm going to come back a better athlete. I'm destined to determine that this is not going to come back again, and it's not going to define my future, right? And some of this, my mindset's so positive about this because I know that, gosh, 85, 90% of disc bulges heal up on their own over the course of, you know, four to eight weeks, right? And so, hey, that's pretty darn good odds, uh, and I'm only accelerating the process, and I'm only continuing to feel better, right? So that that's just gas for the fire for me that I know – Hey, this is going to get better. It's just a matter of doing the right things at this point. So uh, shift your mindset, get to work, work hard, be patient, and it's going to get you back where you want to go. So uh, that's all I got for today, guys. I hope this was helpful. Um, I will continue to keep you guys updated. Uh, hopefully I will be competing in the Open this year. But if not, oh well. I'm not going to uh, sacrifice a year's worth of fitness just for a couple weeks. So, uh, guys, thanks again for your time. Go check out our previous episode as well uh, with Dr. Burleson on um, a spine surgeon not recommending uh, surgery, right? So uh, he's the doc buddy who I consulted on this and uh, who we sent some patients to as well. So encourage you to check that, that episode out. And as always, let us know if we can help you in any way. Don't hesitate to shoot us a DM on Instagram or shoot us an email. Talk, talk to you ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Don't forget, educate yourself, surround yourself with positivity, and take care of your body. It's the only one you get. 
Education is the key to a stronger and healthier you, one person and one community at a time. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating and leave us comments. If you want to find out more about us and how to maximize your health and performance, check out our clinic on Instagram at Momentum underscore Sports PT or at MomentumSportsPT.com.